Text your people, they shit. All the problems and your needs, if you just lawyer, doctor, anything, if you just you got some questions about some things, you just you a king, be the king, you just got proper comfort for the queens if they live in favor, see the dream. Get your phone, text your people, they shit. Uh, Michael Morgan, your host. Uh, today, Mark Cheeks, the co host who. Uh, is going to be joining us next week, not this week, but I am so happy that we are getting started with another season. It's been probably about about three months since we had the last the last episode, so I'm excited to get back into it. It's September 1st. Uh, we're ready to get started. Kids are back in school. You know, the, the fall weather is going to be starting in another month or so. For some of you, some of you all who are up north, it might be a little bit sooner, but I'm ready to go. And so today we we have a very, very special guest with us, a good friend of mine who, um, you know, part of an organization that I really admire, which is Alpha New Omega, which I had the, the privilege of speaking at their national conference in early August uh, to the leaders there. And I thought everybody was so welcoming and so uh, great and, and hospitable that I really enjoyed meeting them and getting to know everybody. But, you know, Brian, who we're going to bring out, is the president of Alpha New Omega. He's going to talk about all of that stuff and everything dealing with Alpha New Omega. It's Kind of interesting, Brian. I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me, Brian? I hear you. Okay, okay. And, you know, I was just, I was talking to Mark, who's listening. I think Mark Cheeks is listening. And we were talking about college football. And we were, we are both huge uh, college football fans. And I told him, this is a perfect segue, because we were talking for about an hour about college football the other day. And then I said, you know what, Brian his, his fraternity, sorority, uh, it's a good segue into what you do. So welcome, Brian, to the mailbox. Glad that you are our first guest of season three. How do you feel season being the first first what? I'm honored, honestly. It's, uh, you know, I, this is probably the third or fourth podcast that I've done. Okay. Um, but this is already my favorite, you know, and I'm, okay. I'm honored to be able to be here. Always is it because of me, it's yeah. It's always a pleasure to connect with you and, and work with you, <laughs> yeah. But just uh, you know, the stuff that we we get a chance to talk about tonight, right? It's really important to me. Um, yeah. the work that you do is amazing and it's important to me, so you know, I'm excited, yeah. I, I, yeah. You know, I'm that's excited. good. And for the people who are new to the mailbox, the mailbox is um sponsored by a few good mentors the organization that I run. And I also want to give a big shout out to AC Productions, who produces the podcast. Uh, they're doing a fantastic job. Asha and CC are phenomenal. Could not make this happen without them. So definitely want to give a big shout out to them. They really put everything together. But um, but yeah, so Brian, how's the family doing? 
family is good. The wife is good. Uh, you know, she's in the process of uh, having her first independent production, dance production That's this good. weekend That's in uh, Capitol Heights, Maryland, uh, called Kneeling Expectation. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's going good. Kids are amazing. You yeah. know, um, we, we homeschool them. And I was just talking about it earlier with my sister. Uh, it's amazing because they're nine, eight and two. Wow. And wow. I literally can just remember when they were born and you snap your finger and I'm telling you, they're grown. So, yeah, yeah. And I'm not that old. So, no, I, no. it's just it's just amazing. Yeah, it, that time goes so fast. I mean, it's like soon as they start school, pretty much, or once you and you're homeschooling, so that's even more work. Can people yeah. go see your wife uh, perform? Is that possible? Yeah, they can. So if you're in the Maryland area, um, you can get your tickets. Uh, the website is kneelingexpectation.eventbrite.com. And okay. you can grab tickets. It's this Saturday at... 2 p.m. and I'm sorry that it's in um it's in Elkridge, Maryland. That's where the Elkridge. concert is going to be. Like I and told you, up, here, here's the two year old, <laughs> and that's up near Baltimore. It's cool. We we okay. We're all family. We're all family. So, so it's fine. But um, but yeah, I believe Elkridge is up near Baltimore, right? If I'm not yes, mistaken. it's near Baltimore. But yeah, if you come out, if you guys can make it, you guys are going to have an amazing experience, amazing time. So. You know, shameless plug. If you guys want yeah, to come out, yeah. definitely come out. Yeah, that's good. And we're going to try to post that on our social media for people who didn't get a chance to write it down or are interested. Let's go out there and support them because, you know, the work that Brian and his wife are doing, uh, it's just amazing. And so, you know, I, my hat goes off to you. Very proud of you, Brian. And, you know, and I admire, I always have admired how you go about your work you know, um, being in the government and running Alpha New Omega as a security professional in the U.S. government, that takes a lot of time. I know it does. And so very proud of the work that you're doing. And I like your hat. It's 1988. I like Thank that. You. And Thank so you. Thank you. I'm going to get you one. And I want the tie, too. You you promised me the tie, so I want I got the tie. You. Well. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. Now, when it comes to Alpha New Omega, for people who may not be familiar, what is Alpha New Omega? So Alpha New Omega is the oldest college-based Christian fraternity and sorority uh, in the world. I'll say that. Um, we were founded in 1988 at Morgan State University uh, by evangelist Shirley K. Russell. Um, and the purpose of Alpha New Omega is to present a Christian alternative to students and or faculty on college slash university campuses to minister to the needs of the whole person, spirit, soul and body and to promote an attitude of academic excellence. Um, our core values, uh, if you spell out the first letter, uh, are life, which is leadership, integrity, family and education. Um, we are huge on um, developing leaders. And we're huge on family and we're huge on uh, using the resources that are available to us to make a difference in our communities. Uh, we are present all over the United States. We have chapters uh, in Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, uh, Florida, New York, Connecticut. We have members in the Midwest and Texas and California. We even have a chapter internationally uh, in Bermuda. Wow. And um, God has just really had his hand on this organization. 
um, since its inception. Um, we're honored to still have a lot of our founders still alive with us. So the, the yeah. original vision of our organization can not only be carried out through the people who are now working in leadership, but it's still carried out by the people who, who founded the organization. Um, and then myself, I, I joined the organization in 2006 uh, at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Uh, I was a chapter president, a chapter vice president, um, and my leadership um, kind of grew from there. I was a regional director for a couple terms. I was an advisor. And in 2020, I was elected as a national president of the organization. And I've been serving in that capacity uh, since then. Wow, that that's amazing. And when I was there for the for the national conference, I met uh, some of the the founders, and I think that's so important that they're still able to to help out. And I forget their names. Uh, there was the the there was the yeah, you met uh, the visionary founder. Uh, you met visionary Russell. Yes, yep. yeah, very uh, nice. They really liked her a lot. Yeah, yeah, yep. very nice people. And so that really talks about how important Alpha New Omega mentorship is for Alpha New Omega and to have them there to help mentor you as you know fairly new president I know that has to be a good feeling to know you have a very good resource that you can tap into to help you out so but how important is mentorship to you in your life personally uh mentorship is very important listen I we could talk about all of my accomplishments all day. Um, I'm a really humble guy. I don't like talking about myself, but for people who know me, they know that I'm very involved in a lot of things. I've accomplished a lot. I've been places that people dream of. I've been in the same room with presidents and entertainers, people that you see on TV. Like I've done it all. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, I would not be where I am today if it were not for mentorship. And even in the place that I am now as a leader, um, I still get mentorship, right? Because right, I'm, a, I'm right. a person who believes firmly, like you, you should always be a student, right? Yeah. You yeah. should never be in a place where you think you know it all. Um, yeah. And then if you do, you're in the wrong room. Like, yeah, you need to find somewhere else to go. Yeah. And so like mentorship is, is, is amazing and it's important because uh, with anything that happens, there's always going to be a perspective that you don't see. There's always going to be something that you haven't experienced. And there's always going to be something that you need to know to get to the next level. And I believe firmly, like, that's why God has people in your life to mentor you for a season or mentor you yes. for long terms. Yeah. Um, but mentorship is that piece of life that helps you to continue to grow. Um, right. I like to look at it, you know, like a garden, right? You can plant a flower, um, but it's not going to, it's only going to grow, but so much with, before you have mm -hmm. to do something to it for it to go to the next level. You got to go back yes. out there and water it, water it. You know, if yes. it's an inside plant, you got to rotate it. You got to yeah. put it in a sun, different place in the, in the building. So the sun can hit it. Right. Like right. those things for the plant, those represent to me mentorship. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need in life. You need people to water you a little bit, move you to a different position, make sure you get in this sunlight so you can grow. So mentorship is important. Like, you know, I, I, yeah. I recommend it to everybody. Don't think yeah. you know everything. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so when it comes to mentorship, a lot of people get mistaken thinking that it's the mentor's job to always seek the mentee. But in order for 
that relationship to really work. You really need that mentee to want to get better, that has a desire to improve their life or improve their situation. And they're seeking that guidance. That's really important. And so for you, can you point to one or two people specifically that helped you? I know for me, my parents were big, but like you said earlier, it was, it's been a lot of people that have helped me, but for you, are there, can you name a few people that specifically uh, helped you? Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of people um, immediately um, outside of my parents, you know, Dr. Vanessa and Philip Ajay, outside of them, um, mm -hmm. I look at my sister, who was like my first best friend, Phyllis Ajay. Um, she taught me a lot. She's nine years older than me. So she was able to really, um, you know, kind of tell me how some of the important things that I needed to know as I was growing up, as I was going to yeah. middle school, as I was going to high school. Um, and we were so far apart, but we were still close enough where right. like she gave me those those nuggets and those tidbits that got me through that mm -hmm. early part of life. Um, then I think about, you know, uh, there, there's a gentleman named Thomas Dean who runs an amazing program in Baltimore that helps students maximize their SAT scores. Um, he's okay. been able to uh, get a lot of students in Baltimore over a million dollars in scholarships just through his wow. program. Um, and he's great. someone who literally took me under his wing, taught me everything he knows. And mm -hmm. I would not have been as, as successful in college if it were not for him finding me um, in high school. And so mm -hmm. I look at him. He was a great mentor. Um, Dr. Miles Harrison, who um, many people may not know him, but if you're familiar with the, the sport of lacrosse, he was one of the 10 Bears, which was literally the first uh, black lacrosse team in the wow. NCAA, um, and he ended up being a uh, a general surgeon at a hospital I worked at like 10 years ago. Um, and his, his son was actually Kyle Harrison, who was the National Lacrosse Player of the Year at um, Johns Hopkins in 2005, I, be I believe. But right, he right. was an amazing mentor for me in a season of my life. He introduced me to governors, um, to high-ranking politicians. He positioned me in places um, and in rooms that really helped matriculate uh, my growth professionally. Right. Um, and I mean, I can go down the line. It's a billion people, school teachers, uh, Miss Linda Hall, Miss Betty Odom, Dr. Helena Terrell. Like, there are a bunch of people that have had hands in mentoring me um, long-term and short-term um, that I'm yeah. so grateful for. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's the main thing that we want to get across is that it takes a lot of people. Um, you did forget one name, but I'm going to pretend You know, like it's you. your show. I can't, I can't <laughs> give you all the credit. It's, it's your show. If you, listen, Mike Morgan has been an amazing mentor. And, and I'm not just saying yes, that, yes. honestly. Like, uh, yeah. But he, he, he's, Mike's been an amazing mentor for me. Um, and, and what helps a lot for... I know our relationship and not saying that this isn't with the other relationships, but like Mike is a friend, like yeah. a friend, like it's not just the the hard lessons that I got to learn. It's not the digging in your butt when you need to hear it, but like outside of all that, like he's a friend. So it's yeah. easier to digest when it's those times when he has to be hard. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Right. And watching you progress, like has been amazing just to watch it, man. And you, you you're doing, amazing work like like i said when i was at the conference 
a little tear came down my eye, Ryan. Like I was very proud, <laughs> very proud of you. I seriously was. But Alpha New Omega is a fantastic organization. Um, everybody who's listening, if you have a question for myself or or Brian, please uh, send it into the text chat. We'll we'll answer any questions that you have, really about anything. We'll we'll talk about anything over the next time frame that we're together. But Alpha New Omega's national cause is hope for life. And I, I really like that. Can you speak a little bit on what that is about and how you implement that? Yeah. So in short, Hope for Life is all about mental health awareness. Um, it was birthed out of one of my predecessors, um, former national president Curtis Brown, um, who saw a need on college campuses for um, mental health awareness. Um, during that time, which is around 2006, um, not many statistics were taken, but you saw an influx of people who were dealing with depression mm -hmm. and suicide. And that uh, that topic was amplified for our organization because um, we then had someone very close to us um, commit suicide. And oh, so wow. it became very real to us because yeah. for a lot of us, that was the first time we had ever dealt with something to that magnitude. Yeah. Um, and then since then, you've you've started to hear more about mental health awareness. And just to kind All of right. give you some statistics, um, just from last year in, in 2021, 21% um, of United States adults experience mental health um, issues, right? And 21% mm -hmm. may not seem like a lot, but 21% um, equates to 52.9 million people who deal wow. with mental health issues. 5.6% um, of U.S. adults um, experience serious mental health breakdowns. That's 14.2 million people or one in 20 sure. people in the United States. Um, here's another statistic. 16.5% of U.S. youth between the age of 6 and 17 experience mm -hmm. mental health disorders. That's 7.7 .7 million people. And wow. then 6.7 of U.S. adults experience um, multiple mental health disorders. So they can be dealing mm -hmm. with uh, depression and bipolarism or schizophrenia yeah. and alcoholism or um, um, bulimia and, yeah. and depression, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so with all of this, um, it's important for us to understand the importance of breaking down the stigma of yeah. even talking about mental health issues, but also finding ways to connect people with resources to deal with it. Yeah. And that's where Alpha New Omega wants to step in. We want to normalize the ability for people to talk about their problems, um, yeah. provide resources to help them connect to people to help them talk about it, um, and then let people know that it's okay to be vulnerable, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's huge, um, you know, for, you know, my brothers out here, because we're that's taught, true. we're taught to like, put on this armor. We're taught yeah. to be hard. We're taught to suck it up. But yeah. listen, we're at a place and I've seen some things that are troubling, but we're at a place now where we just have to be vulnerable. We have to, if we're feeling sad, it's nothing wrong with saying I'm feeling sad. If you yeah. need help, it's okay to say I need help. Right. Um, it's okay to, I'm not going to say, I, I don't like that phrase actually. It's okay not to be okay, but yeah. it's, it's okay for you to acknowledge that you have an issue. 
Absolutely. And that's what we literally need to do. We need to normalize the fact that, listen, we're not always going to be okay. And we need to take a proactive approach to making sure that we can get okay. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love what you're doing. I love the mission and the, um, the cause of hope for life. I think that's so important to have that. And we have a, a, a question that's come in. Uh, what keeps you motivated to serve as a mentor considering the challenges of work-life balance? And I know I've been trying to get you officially as a mentor with a few good mentors, but hey, you're doing that anyway with and through Alpha New Orleans, but how do you balance all of that with work, being president of, of the organization, your family? Um. So the biggest thing, and, and we may be jumping the gun a little bit, but um, it kind of really goes into understanding what your calling is, right? Yeah. And a lot of people think because they're good at something, then that's what they're called to do. Um, but in reality, like your calling may be something that you're not good at and you need to develop it, right? Mm. So for me, like musically, I love to sing. I play instruments. I do all of that. And for a long time, I thought that is what I was called to do. Yeah. But I realized that that was just something that entertained people. It's something that tickled their fancy. But your calling and your purpose should be something that changes the trajectory of people's lives. So yes. while I could sing, yes. while I could play instruments, that wasn't changing people's lives. Mm -hmm. It was entertaining me, but it wasn't changing anyone. And mind you, there are people out here that Stevie Wonder... John Legend, they change lives when they sing and yeah. play instruments. I don't. So I had to connect with what my purpose was and what it is that I was supposed to be doing that changed people's lives. And so once I connected to that, which in part is mentorship, that is literally what drives me to keep going, even when I'm tired, uh, even when I have multiple things to do, even when I have to drive from one state to another and one day to do multiple things. Um yeah. It's con being connected to purpose. Right. And secondly, like what's what really keeps me going and what drives me is the fact that everybody I'm connected to just about has the same purpose. So it never feels like it's a burden. Like I go, I, you know, when I go places, when I connect with Mike, like we connect over the bond that we have to do these things to change the world. Right. When I'm home with my wife, our discussions outside of family stuff and different things, our discussions are what can we do tomorrow to make the people we're connected to better? Like yes. Those are the discussions. Yeah. What, do, what can we do when we wake up in the morning to make somebody put a smile on their face? And I'll never forget one time me and my wife were out and there was like a homeless family sitting like they were just begging for food. Mm -hmm. And God placed it on our heart in that moment. Like we're going to go and we're going to buy them a hotel room for a couple nights. We're going to wow. get them some food. We're going to stack the refrigerator. And we're just going to let them have some comfort for a couple nights. Um, mind you, we weren't rich at the at the time. You know, God is going God is going to be faithful. We're going to get a million. We believe it. But at the time, mm -hmm. we didn't have it. But what we did have was a place to go home to when we left them. And so we wanted them at least for a couple nights to have the same comfort that we would have when we left them. So. We bought the hotel room. We bought the food. We made sure they were in there. We made sure they were good. Covered the incidentals. Like that was purposeful. That is yeah. 
that yeah. is what walking your calling is and, and does. Absolutely. Yeah. So like things like that, that's what keeps driving me to push forward. Yeah. No matter what. It's yeah. making sure and, at the end of the day, somebody's life has changed. Right. And it, it's all about impact. You know, you, your wife, Alpha New Omega, New Omega, you're making an impact in people's lives. And that's so important. And that really, uh, for season three, for the mailbox, we, a lot of our discussions are going to be centered around impact. We have to make an impact in people's lives. That's our goal. That's what we want to do. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll finish up the discussion. Cool. My name is Michael Morgan, president and founder of A Few Good Mentors Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that mentors to young men ages 8 to 21. If you're looking for a mentor or if you want to be a mentor, you can contact us a variety of ways through Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. You can also call us at 571-989-2599. The statistics are staggering. Right now, 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. And 90% of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. At AFGM, we believe every young male can benefit from a mentor to help navigate through life. Former President Barack Obama once said, Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Be that change. Contact a few good mentors today. We currently have two chapters, uh, one in Northern Virginia and the other in Hampton Roads, Virginia. And we are hoping to open up new chapters in a city near you soon. And again, thank you for your time. If you would like to donate, you can text donate or give at 571 Four eight seven seven six eight nine. Okay, welcome back. We're talking to Brian Ajayi. He's the national president of Alpha Nu Omega Fraternity Sorority, Christian based. Um, sorority very proud of them uh brian as national president what is it that you wish to accomplish it during your tenure as president for alpha new omega um so as president of alpha new omega we really um my plan and my goal is really to um you mentioned the word impact right and so we're looking at ways at how we can make impact, not only on college and university campuses, but in every community that we represent. And, um, you know, we've had a blueprint on how to do that for so long. Um, and with the changing landscape um, in colleges and universities over the years, we've had to pivot on how we approach it. And so I know one of our biggest things um, that we're looking at now is um, with everything that we do, we want to be intentional about how we can impact the communities that we're in. So, for example, we were in Harrisburg uh, earlier this month for our convention, 
And outside of the business that we had to take care of, we were looking at ways at how we can impact that community. Mm -hmm. um, so one way, one way is we did a service project um, for some libraries up there where we were able to provide not only bookshelves, but books so that the students and the, the children in those communities can uh, have greater resources and access to resources so that they can continue to grow and matriculate um, in their studies. And, you know, through that project, because literally before we showed up um, or even thought about having a convention there, we didn't know anybody in that community. So we had to reach out wow. to people to see, hey, do you need these resources? How can we help? They let us know. And we figured out a fun way to keep us occupied, but also provide a resource to them. Um, in addition, um, we hosted a, a gospel concert uh, featuring Kalante Gavin, uh, a well-known gospel artist uh, around the country now. And we were able to uh, bring a national artist to an area of people who usually don't have that resource. They don't have that luxury. Right. Yeah. Um, so not only were people able to come and see this awesome gospel concert, but they were also able to see um, a young man on fire for God, um, not only proclaiming the word, talking about the word, but he also made it very real when it came to um, mental health awareness and talking about things like that and help people understand it's okay to talk about those things, right? Um, he yeah. brought a fresh wind and a fresh perspective to these people in this area. Um, and then we were honored, we're honored because um, he's now a member of our organization. Um, and he's, you know, we're in the process of working out ways on how to further that partnership with him, but just him being there and able to do everything that he did for the people in that area and for them to receive what he said and experience what, you know, he did and the ministry that he has, it changed lives um, in that area. And even at the hotel where we stayed at and we hosted the conference, um, mm -hmm. the staff, they had no idea what Alpha New Omega was. They had no idea what we do. But between the time that we arrived and the time that we left, we had testimonies from staff members saying, listen, you guys are amazing. Like what you wow. guys did wow. this week, wow. what you guys did in a matter of four days. Like we've never seen anything like that. Like you changed wow. lives. And ironically, it was funny because um, Earth, Wind and Fire ended up staying in the hotel that we were in. Um, for like a night. And for anybody else, everybody would probably be mesmerized that Earth, Wind & Fire is in the hotel. But the staff mm -hmm. could only talk about us. They, they didn't yeah. They didn't care Earth, Wind & Fire was there. They're like, listen, what you guys were doing was amazing. And so yeah. just, to make, just to hear that you make an impact in your community, like that's all I want. Um, and then secondly, like for, you know, Hope for Life, um, our national cause, like the biggest thing is I want to be able to raise enough funds for us to be able to just give people the opportunity to go get therapy, right? You know, yeah. a lot of people, yeah. you know, most of the people who deal with mental health issues are black and brown people who historically right. um, are from impoverished communities. Mm -hmm. I think like the statistic was somewhere around 40% of people don't even have insurance. And so because this is our national cause, I would love for us to have a huge enough pot to be able to pay for people's therapy if they need it, um, to wow. be able to connect people with the resources they need to get out of the situations that they're in. Um, and, and I know realistically, we probably can't save everybody. We can't help yeah. everybody. But if we're in mm -hmm. a position to help the people that we're connected to, I am satisfied and I'm happy with that. So, I mean, my goal 
honestly, I believe in speaking stuff into existence. I want to raise like $2 million to be able to solely just do that. Um, and then last but not least, you know, I released the information to our organization, but I want us to be able to build a community center. Yes. Um, that I was going to ask you about be, that. Yeah, yeah. That, that literally will be the epicenter for people to come and get the life skills that they need yeah. um, to yeah. get the financial training, to get the professional training they need. Um, a place where if their kids don't have a safe place to play, you can come to our center and play, enjoy yourself. We want to have a community garden where people can learn how to grow your own fresh fruits and vegetables right, and come and right. pick them and take them home. Um, we want to have a world-class recording studio. So, you know, the children who are out there wanting to make music, you have an affordable place that you can come to and release that creativity. Have an art room where people can just draw and do what you want to do. Like, we just want to provide a safe space where people can just constructively put out all of the things that God has put into them and that they don't know yeah. how to exercise. Right. So, yeah, I mean, those yeah. are it's a lot of other small things and some other big things. But those are the major things that, you know, I would love to accomplish by the end of my uh, term. Yeah. Well, you all are you're getting it done. I mean, you are really have a great vision for where you want to take the, the organization. Uh, we have another question that came in. As a Christian-based organization, are other religions or de denominations accepted and other population of people served? Uh, is it basically Christian only or not? And and I want to, and the reason for the question is our viewer wants to understand and ensure that the, she spreads the information accurately. And and thank you, Stephanie, for, for that question. No problem. So Alpha Nu Omega is a Christian-based organization. We wholeheartedly believe in Jesus Christ. So without a shadow of a doubt, we love God. We love Jesus. But we are, we do not discriminate, right? So uh, if, if somebody wants to join, we're not going to stop you. But when you do join, you're understanding who we are and who we represent. And we're right. not ashamed of it. Um, we're very bold and expressive about it. We've been on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We've we've performed, uh, you know, at Disney World, and, and like this stuff is out there. People know who we are. People know who we represent. And so, you know, while we don't discriminate, when you join, you understand who we are and who we represent. Now, with that said, um, we do we have had great relationships with people of other denominations, um, races, creeds, uh, and religions, and. What I'm proud to say is we have been able to cooperate and collaborate on projects um, that better our community. And while we may have philosophical differences with some things, um, right. as long as the purpose is accomplished, um, as long as we're able to respect each other, like we don't mind working with other people and doing other things. But like I said, if you were to join, you will understand that you, we, you know who we represent, who we love. Um, who we who we talk about, who we testify about. So it would not be a secret uh, if you were to join. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great question, and uh, that's good information to pass on. Now, earlier you mentioned that you can sing, and I have never, you've never told me that, Brian. And so I'm not gonna put you on the spot. That's gonna be our second <laughs> interview. You know, you have to come back. <laughs> Play some, play some music and sing for us. Okay, is that a deal? Cool. I, I, you, I, 
Okay, I'm gonna pr- let me practice because it's been a while since I, you know, yeah, it's been a while. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you a few weeks to to, to warm up, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and so um, I know that you know you won't be president of Alpha Nu Omega forever. What legacy do you wish to leave behind for the next person coming behind you? Um, a legacy of service, of humility, um, of good, good. a heart to do all you can to help the people who are connected to you. Um, I never want to see, um, I never want to see an organization like this fall by the wayside or get consumed by greed or mm-hmm. jealousy or anything like that. Like I've seen a lot of organizations um, do that. Like they've, they've just fallen by the wayside for one reason or the other. And so the people that serve in this organization are people who love God, who um, have pure intentions, yeah. who literally want to see the best in everybody. They want to see the best um, outcome. They want to see their communities change. They want to see their lives change. And so for me, as the current national president, when I'm no longer in office, I want when people look back at my administration um, and they they decide to work moving forward, looking back at what we've done, I want them to move forward um, in grace, um, understanding that everything that we put our hands to uh, is meant to succeed, is meant to prosper, and that with everything we're doing, we're doing it with a purpose to help people grow and benefit and become better people that day than they were the day before. Yeah, that's that's great. That is great. And they have Alpha New Omega has a fantastic president. They really do. And I'm not just saying that because you're here and we're friends. You are you've done a great job. You've done a great job on your full-time job and you've done a great job with Alpha New Omega. So very proud of you on that. And uh, let's take another break when we get back. We'll wrap things up and um, and finish our discussion. How's everybody doing? This is Michael Morgan with a few good mentors. I'm getting ready for our third annual 5K Walker Run, which starts October 1st through 31st. Registration is open now. In today's society, we desperately need mentors. With your help and your donations and your participation, you can make a big impact in our society. So come on out. But yeah, we're back talking to Brian. Uh, Brian, national president of Alpha New Omega. And Brian, I can tell you now, a few good mentors, we fully plan to support you and your organization. And we want to partner and collaborate with you going forward. Um, What type of, how important is collaboration and partnership uh, for you and the organization? Um, So one thing, that I learned very early on as a leader um, is that while you may know a lot, you will never know everything. 
And there are people in this world that have what you need, but yeah. you have to have the humility to reach out, to make those connections and be humble, humble enough to know um, that you may not have all the answers and the resources that are needed to fix or be of service to a situation. And so um, for me, collaboration is probably like my number two or three thing that I look at when I'm doing anything. And so I know now with what I'm doing um, vocationally, or even when I'm what I when I what I do professionally, um, I can't do it all by myself. I have a lot of great ideas. Um, I've been trained by the best. I know what I'm doing, but there's there's always going to be a time when I need someone else's resources. I'm always going to need someone else's expertise. I'm always going to need somebody to come and kind of bounce some ideas off of me because they're going to see something that I don't. Um, and so even as simple as um, mentoring, I know for me, like um, one of the things that I do want to get into more, and I know you mentioned it earlier about, you know, me kind of being more involved with a few good mentors is I know there are people that I'm directly connected to that right. need mentorship, but I may not have the time to give them the consistent um, time that they need. So instead of me trying to, you know, exhaust myself, why not collaborate with a great friend who has an organization that is built for this? Yeah. And I can be a resource to him to connect him with other people in my area. So now not only am I achieving what I what I'm to do, but I'm also helping to uh, sustain and build the legacy of what God has given you to do. And so literally like it's important because people will exhaust themselves and commit to something and then have to fall back and they break somebody's heart. And then that person don't believe in this person no more, all because one person did not want to humble themselves and ask for help. I'm not that guy. I'm always going to collaborate with people. Yeah. I'm yeah. always going to ask for help. I'm always going to connect with somebody because I know and I've learned that that is one of the most important things that you can do as a leader. So collaboration, partnership is very important. I recommend to everybody, listen, lean on those people that you're connected with. Build those relationships. Understand Absolutely. how you can be of service to those people and how they can be service of you. And more importantly, when you do that, don't make it one-sided. Like, make sure that it's a mutualistic relationship and not a parasitic one. Because when you begin to think about me, 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 and not the entire bigger picture, like, not only do you suffer, not only does your friend suffer, but the people who need what you have suffer, right? I live by the mantra that uh, every day, if I just speak what God has given me to one or two people unselfishly and, and just do exactly what God says, I've changed two lives that day. If I don't do exactly what God is asking me to do, if I don't connect with the people God is asking me to do, those two people will never receive what they need to move forward. Like, our lives are not our own, right? Right. We're here right. for a purpose. Right. And if we don't do the things that we're purposed to do, it's not us that suffer. It's the people that are supposed to get what we have. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. You know, biblically, you know, not to make it, you know, not to make it, you know, take it to church too much. But, you know, you look at you look at Moses, for example, in the Bible. Very simple. A lot mm -hmm. of people heard of Moses. But literally a journey that should have took no more than two weeks took him 40 years because people just were not walking in purpose imagine yeah. walking around for 40 years and it could have took you two weeks yeah yeah and absolutely it, that's the most simple example i can give you like don't take yeah. 40 years to do what you could have did in two weeks 
right. just by collaborating right. and listening. Yeah, it's so it's so important. And another question um, that we have from Tamika Morgan, um, my wife, uh, she mentions that, um, you know, and mentoring is one of the things that you all do with Alpha New Omega, but are there certain techniques that you found more effective that you as an organization, as far as mentoring or, um, you know, by your mentors or, or mentoring, is there any techniques that you can tell us that you guys have used over there at Alpha New Omega? Um, techniques? Uh, I mean, I think it's very important to understand that you're not called to everybody. So yeah. it's important for you to recognize the mentors, what they offer, and then understanding who they should be connected to. Um, that's a major part. Because even though, again, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, you may be good at talking, Right. But if that's not what you're called to do, then you, you, you're you kind of out of line. So yeah. number one yeah. is just understanding who you're connected to, um, what their expertise is, and that kind of helps you understand who they should be connected to. Um, two is commitment. Um, you can't, when it comes to mentorship, it's a very sensitive relationship and it's very yeah. purposeful and it's very intentional. So one, if you don't have the time, yeah. Don't start like absolutely, absolutely. Don't start because, again, like your failure, even though it may be unintentional, your failure can have your failure to communicate, your failure to be present can have devastating effects to the people who need mentorship. Um, yeah. So being yeah. present and being intentional is second. Um, third is um, what was the third one? So being present. The third one, I'm sorry. Second was present. The third one is being intentional with everything that you do. Um, right. Really, like, don't give people surface, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and in order to really make a change, you gotta you gotta know people. You gotta understand them. You gotta talk to them. You gotta dig deep. And sometimes it's not hard. I mean, I know I had a mentee one time who came from a very hard life, and when I tell you, it took a good month and a half for me to to even like yeah, get him yeah. to talk to me. Yeah. It, it, and it was hard. And I mean, he, to be totally honest, he cussed me out a couple of times. And wow. um, for me, you know, the average man will take that personally and be like, listen, mm -hmm. I don't need this. But I understood what he needed. Yeah. I understood what his situation was. So if I could take a couple moments of disrespect and, and get out of my flesh for a second, and understand what the long game was and what me being present and consistent will be. Yeah. Um, I understood that it will all be worth it at the end. And so literally with me finally getting him to open up, I understood and I learned, listen, he's never had a man in his life that was consistent. He never yes. had a man in his yes. life yeah. that um, he never had a man or gentleman in his life to keep their word. So right. for me, someone he didn't know to come into his life, and say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, he didn't believe anything I said. So it took for me to take the criticism from him. It took for me to be there over a month's time. It took for me to yeah. actually sit there and listen. It took for yeah. me to sit there and quiet sometimes for an yeah. hour for right. him to realize, well, this guy must really care because nobody's going to sit here yeah. week after week and yeah. deal with this if they don't want to see a change. Yeah. And so 
Um, understanding that you got to really sacrifice sometimes and you got to get out of your yes. own self yeah. to make sure these people are getting the, the, the resources and the change that yeah. they need is, is important. And mm. I know with the people in my organization, when it comes to mentorship, like they're committed for the long haul to like yeah. really make connections with people, um, to be intentional about what they're doing with them. Um, and then making sure like these people know, like, listen, I'll, the love is real. This is not just something we're doing for show. Like I'm here and I'm committed to you and helping you get to where you want to be um, yeah. and where you need to be. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's so you were spot on in that, how you approach mentoring and how you deal with people is at, especially in a mentoring ment mentor mentee relationship, you have to be able to say, it's not about me. It's about the person that I'm that I'm mentoring, and so it's. And if you have that attitude, then you're gonna go far. And I think for sure, for you, you're you're definitely gonna go far with your organization when it comes to um, finances and wealth. So, finance is one of the core values for a few good mentors. And I just wanted to want th this will probably be the last question. But when it comes to generational wealth, like especially in our community, you know, we we just look at money and wealth differently. What are your thoughts on um, building generational wealth and and just in that area in general? What what are your thoughts on that? Um, so building generational wealth specifically in our community is important. Um, and what's what's horrible and what's sad is again the black and brown community um we've been at a disservice for so long and we're starting the race with our ankles weighted down with boulders right yeah and so unfortunately unless we're an athlete or you know a family member with an insurance policy passes away or you know by luck somebody hits the lottery we don't really get those easy opportunities to build generational wealth. Yeah. Um, but what's important for our community um, is to understand ways for us to build that wealth and learning um, stewardship at an early age. And I mean, like starting at four, like learning stewardship over your money, um, saving, investing, and also learning um, about the importance of doing some things out of the box to help you make money. So, for example, if you're able to put away 10% um, of your income for a certain amount of years and then using that money to invest in real estate and yeah. flipping real estate and, and getting some residual income, or if you want to start a business um, or doing several different avenues of things that yes. can help you to uh, make money, but the important thing is this, as you make money, we're, I don't want to say we, but people are so accustomed to, I need to treat myself. So I need yeah. to go buy these shoes. I need to go buy these purses. It's nothing wrong with buying shoes and purses. Don't get me wrong. But buy one purse or buy one pair of shoes, right? Right, right. Wear those, right? And then when you make money, learn how to be very strategic to taking a percentage of what you made, putting it aside in an investment or something that you can't touch for 21 years and mm -hmm. and let money build 
Yeah. And the other thing is, unfortunately, for the most part, when we talk about generational wealth, we have to think about the generations that are after us. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, a lot of times we have this mentality where when I make money, I need to spend it because I can't take it with me. Right. Which is true. You can't take it with me. But if you're talking about generational wealth, the money that you don't spend when you're alive is left for your family. Right. Put it in an investment. Right. Yeah. Um, Don't feel like you have to spend it all. Leave something for your sons. Leave something for your grandsons. Make investments for the generations that are after you. And, you know, it's it's weird. It's a catch 22, because, again, we've been we've been behind the curve for so long. Yeah. Um. But a lot of times, like we have to be the first generation to make the right moves. Yeah. So, you know, while we're sitting here sacrificing right for our future generations, we have to just be consistent um, with what we do. And if we're consistent long enough, like we'll start seeing the return on our investments. We'll start seeing the money. But when we talk about the millions and billions, it's going to take consistency over generations because the yeah. people who the people, the Warren Buffetts, the Bill Gates, yeah. that wealth didn't happen in a lifetime. Exactly. exactly. And a lot of people don't understand yeah. that. They think, you know, these yeah. people just became rich. No, that wealth happened over a lifetime. Right. And so, like, we have to take the same approach. Like, we have to use the resources that we have responsibly responsibly um and make sure that we're investing and doing all of those things so that the generations after us can reap the reward um but not only leaving the money but leaving the lessons that's the important part right we can leave the money but if we leave the money without the lessons we're going to be in the same position as the previous generation so make sure that you're passing down the lessons Make sure that you're passing down the wealth of knowledge so that those your, your children and your grandchildren can know how to manage the money that you're leaving them. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And you know, this season, for any listeners out there, if you know anyone who has a financial background, we definitely want to talk to them as well. It's so important that we understand generational wealth, understand investing, understand how we can go from one tax bracket, if if you want to look at that way, to the other one. Because if you're moving up a tax bracket, that means you're making money. And that means, you know, that you're you're doing well and that your family is doing well. So we, we want to learn more about that. And just like other communities, we want to see how can we invest and keep those dollars in, in our community to, you know, enhance what we're doing out there. So, you know, think about that as well. Like how can you invest together with um, family, friends, and things like that? Let's get serious about money and investing, especially going into next year. We're going to need it for sure uh, going into the future. And Brian, cannot thank you enough. Um, before you, we leave, you leave, I just want to give another shout out to your wife and thank her as well for just giving you the time to be here and sit down with us. But we also have uh, some information concerning um, uh, kneeling expectations, I believe. Uh, I think we have a little promo that we're going to show real quick. I think we have it geared up. Yep. Then that's, yep. That's the, the site information. If anybody can see it, it's there. And we're going to post that on our, 
um, Instagram and Facebook as well. And there's the, the picture as oh, well. Y'all good. And they're good. Like Ash and Cece are amazing. And so, and it's only $10. It's only yeah, $10. $10. So, so we can do that. Movement is key. Presents nearly expectation of movement experience. Really, really great. Any words you want to leave with us, uh, <laughs> Brian? Anything you want to leave? Um, listen, uh, it was an honor and a pleasure to be here. We got to do it again. Yeah, um, we have sure. to do it again. Um, if I had to leave any words, uh, I would first say I love the Mailbox podcast. I love a few good mentors. Mike knows I love him. Um, I love the organization. Um, Alpha and Omega, I love you guys. I love serving you guys. Um, but for the people that are listening, I want to thank you guys for joining us tonight. Anybody that's going to listen to the replay, listen, save this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. on your phones listen to it um but if i had to leave any words of wisdom um to you guys it would be to walk in purpose on purpose walk in purpose and on purpose and what i, like I mean that. by that is the reason the world is the way it is now is because a lot of people have a me mentality yeah a lot of people have a mentality that i have to do what i'm doing to survive i have to make sure i benefit um, but in reality is if we all are just responsible and great stewards over what we have, but couple that with having compassion for our neighbors and for our people, for people around us, the world would be in a way better place than it is now. Um, I spent some time in London, uh, at one point. And what I love about London outside of the culture is they have this system where if you've ever worked if you've ever contributed to society, mm -hmm. you can never be homeless. You are guaranteed mm -hmm. to have a place to at least lay your head. It may not be the mansion. It may not be the five-bedroom house. But you, at a minimum, have the basic necessities to be able to shower and sleep. Mm, that's good. That's that's good right there. And I love oh that. God. about and, and that that yeah. spirit is not just a law it's not just a policy it's something that's enveloped in the fabric of the community of the people right right and so yeah. when we walk in purpose on purpose the fabric of love it emanates from you to those around you and the, and when it when it leaves you and emanates to other people it, it starts to hit your community your cities, your states, yeah, yeah. then your country, and then the world. So listen, walk in purpose, on purpose. Walk and... in purpose, on purpose. I love that. That's going to be our quote. We're going to put that up everywhere. Walk in purpose, on purpose. Love it. Love it. Love it. I, I love that, Brian, a lot. And it's almost, you know, when you were talking about it, I was thinking about Ubuntu. Remember Ubuntu? Yep. And, you know, hey, we need each other. You know, we're not in this world operating by yourself we're all connected um at as one so um my wife said thank you for your journey and the impact it's had um on your life and may god continue to bless you thank you tamika and everyone else um you know brian did i tell you about the 5k that we're sponsoring oh wait listen i'm a veteran i'm a veteran <laughs> 
did I tell did I tell them about the fight? Let's do right, a commercial. Right. right. You you hey, you can. You can. Listen, people hey. avert. They're not doing anything from October 1st through the 31st. There you go. A few good mentors is having a virtual 5K. That means you don't even have to leave the comfort of your house. You can do it in your house. What? Listen. You can you can walk from your couch to your to to the refrigerator. 50 11 times. Walk from there to here. <laughs> And you right. didn't, you didn't achieve your goal. Listen, they're exactly. gonna have a graphic that pops up at any moment. Listen, scan it, make yeah. your donation, do your walk over the 31 days. But listen, understand that the seed that you plant into this organization is going to help the lives Absolutely. of a lot of young men Absolutely. uh in the DMV and Hampton Roads and Atlanta and in yeah. Baltimore when the new chapter opens. That's right, that's right. We and are, that's my going. commercial. That's right. <laughs> I love it. We're gonna we're gonna record it and save it for sure, Brian. So we appreciate you. Love you, man. And you gotta come back again, um, you know, and sit down with us and talk about, you know, the organization and just life in general. Cause you and I can sit here and talk for another couple hours, but I think Asha and Cece would be highly upset if we did that. But you know, we could sit here and talk for a while. And I just also want to tell all our viewers. Stay tuned. In a couple of weeks, we have some heavy hitting uh, guests coming up this season. You do not want to miss it. You want to tell all your friends and family, tune in to the mailbox it's for everyone. You're going to be inspired and empowered uh, when you when you listen to the mailbox. Sign up for the 5K. Log in to a few good mentors. It will be a blessing. You're going to bless somebody else, you know. We are all in this together, this life. We, we don't operate alone. And so we got to help each other. And that's the goal behind a few good mentors and a mailbox and Alpha New Omega. So God bless everyone. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next time on the mailbox. Phone, text your people, they shit. All the problems and your needs if you just Lawyer, doctor, anything if you just You got some questions about some things you just You a king, be the king, you just Got proper comfort for the queens if they Live in favor, see the dream Get your phone, text your people, they shit